بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده My brothers and sisters, the year was 636 to 637, one year. In the time of the uh, Khilafah Rashida and the Khilafat of Umar bin al-Khattab, the commander of the army was Abu Waidah ibn Jarrah, anhu, Amin al-Ummah. Under his command was Khalid ibn Walid, anhu. Jerusalem was besieged for just about a year and then they sent a message. Sophronius was the patriarch of Jerusalem, Eastern Orthodox Church. So he sent a message saying that we are ready to surrender but we will surrender to the Amir Mominin, not to the general of the army but we will surrender to the leader of the believers. Sayyidina Umar bin Khattab was in Medina when he got this message. You all know the story. I want you to reflect on it. So what did he do? He came to Medina. He made mashwara with his shura there. And uh, some people advised him, you stay here, don't go, it's dangerous. So on, so on, we need you. And other people said, you have to go there. Anyway, he decided to go. Now as the Amir, he has a whole army which is besieged Jerusalem and is defeated the uh, crusaders. So he could have, those, that was not crusade, but you know, I'm just using the term. Um, so if he is the head of the nation, how does he travel? Right? Normally, how, how does any head of a nation, how does it travel? He goes with one person. And that also they could have taken two mounts. I mean, after all, as the Amir of the of the believers, I'm sure there were two camels. You know, <laughs> why does he have to take one camel? So they take one camel. And then they have this pact between them that one will ride and the other one will lead. And uh, then, you know, after a after time they will exchange. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is doing the pact According to that fact, now as they are seeing the walls of Jerusalem, it is the time for the Sayyidina Umar who was riding and his uh, servant was leading the camel. It was time for them to exchange. So the servant said to him, look, it doesn't matter. It's only our pact. It's not as if it's, uh, you know, the word of Allah or something. Uh, we are going into the city. You are the Amir. You should be on the camel. He said, no. He said, we have an agreement, we have an agreement. That has nothing to do with anything else. So as they come close to the city, says Amar who is leading and the historians say that there was some rain, so there was some mud and he's walking through the mud, so he's got mud on his clothes. Uh, he's leading this camel. And I don't know if you've seen a camel walking, it splashes, it, it puts his foot down heavy. So he's throwing up mud. Now as they get close to the city, and the people obviously realize this is happening. So they come out and Abu Ubaidara ibn al-Jarrah who was called Amin al Nabi Sallallahu loved him very much. He came to, to Sayyidina Umar al-Khattab he said, Ya Amir al 
he brought some clothes. He brought some very nice, uh, you know, on it robes and uh, and so on. And he said, please put on these clothes. Sayyidina Umar said, why? He said, because you are the Amir, you are coming here to take the surrender from these people. And you are dressed like this. I mean, you know, your, your thobe has uh, patches on it. It's got on top of that. Now there's mud on it. And you've been traveling and so on. Sayyidina Umar said to him, he said, if I did not know that Rasulullah loved you, he said, I would have used my dhurra on you. He said, the only thing that saves you is because Rasulullah loved you. He said, you want me to leave the sunnah of Muhammad to please these people? He said, they were defeated because we followed the sunnah. And you want me to, to change? So when they came to the city gates, Sophronius, he saw the patriarch of Rome, of, of, uh, of Jerusalem. So he asked him, he said, where is the Amir? He said, that's the Amir. He said, which one of them? The one below or the one on top of the camel? He said, the one below. He said, this is what we knew. He said, you are right. Because they don't know him. They've never, they've never seen him. Anybody can claim to be the Amir, right? People even, some people even suggested to Khalid bin Walid, they said, you look almost like Sayyidina Omar. So, just say you are him and take the keys. Of course, Khalid bin Walid, also a sahabi, he said, I don't tell lies. He said, I will not do it. But the point being that they did not know who the person was and Sophronia says, this is what has been predicted and we know this is true. So, they came in. And when they came in, they, Sophronia said, are you willing, I propose to you that you and I pray together. Right? And I pray in my way and you pray in your way. Together can we do this? Sayyidina Amar said, no problem. We'll do it. He said, then most welcome into our church. And that is the church of the Holy Sepulchre, which is the church in which they had what they call the real cross, the true cross. On which they claim that Isa was crucified. Of course, we know this is not true, but that's the belief of the Christians. So he invited them inside the church. Sayyidina said, No, I will not come inside the church. I will not pray inside the church because my fear is if I do that, then my people will take over your church. I don't want that to happen. We want to protect your church. So let's pray outside. So they prayed outside. In the spot where today there is the Masjid Umar ibn al-Khattab. Opposite the church of Holy Sepulchre. That's where they built the Masjid. That's where these two prayed together. Then Sayyidina Umar said to them, I see Christians here, where are the Jews? So Sophronius says, there are no Jews. He said, we chased them out and we killed every Jew in this place and we whoever escaped, escaped. A long time ago, they said, there are no Jews here. Sayyidina Umar said, how can Jerusalem have no Jews? This city is for all three of us. How can Jerusalem not have any Jews? Then he asked, is there anybody here who is who was a Jew? And there was one of the people, one of the Muslims, who had been a Jew, he had converted to Islam. He said, you go and bring 40 families. I want 40 Jewish families. To come here 
And Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab resettled Jewish people in Jerusalem. 40 Jewish families were settled in Jerusalem by Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab. They have all forgotten this history. Now why am I telling you this whole story? For one very simple reason. The reason is, it is the hallmark of leaders to set the rules, to set the standards, not to follow whatever happens. Today, we live in a world where parents and teachers and imams and khatibs and ulama, everybody, no, do this. Why? No, people don't like this. Don't do this. Because people don't like this. Since when is that a standard in Islam? Tell me. Since when is that a standard in Islam? That you must do what people like. Your job is to change people's likes, not to follow people's likes. We are not entertainers. We are people who set the, set the rule. Kuntum khaira ummatin ukhrijat linnas. What is the word? Ta'muruna bil ma'ruf. Watanhauna anil munkar watuminuna billah. Establish good. Not follow the people. Forbid evil. Not follow people. We are here to set the standard. Please understand this very clearly. You are not here to sing anybody, everybody's tune. No. You are here to say what is right, whether anyone likes it or not. This is our tradition. This is the tradition of Muhammad wasallam. Not follow everybody. And this is the tradition that the Sahaba did. And believe me, this Ummah had Izzah. This Ummah had power. This Ummah had authority. This Ummah had prestige. As long as they followed that. When we left this, and we started chasing every monkey who was running around, saying, you know, do this, do this, do this, what people like, people like. We have got to the state where nobody cares a hoot about us. Nobody cares anything at all. Our opinion doesn't matter. Whether we like something or not doesn't matter. Whether anything is good for us or not doesn't matter. Nobody consults us for anything. Nobody cares a hoot. Whether you like it, don't like it, nothing. Why? Because we lost our differentiator. Our differentiator is Islam. Our differentiator is the Sunnah of Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So please, my brothers and sisters, I, I strongly and strongly advise you. Please do this. Forget about the world. We don't care. If somebody doesn't like it, let them not like it. It's okay. What's going to happen? They don't come to your. They don't come to your majlis. Let them not come. Let them not come. What does it matter? You are doing for the pleasure of Allah. Khalas. If nobody comes, no problem. Right? If you are in a situation where because of speaking the truth, you lose your job, lose your job. Your razak is Allah, not the, not the person who is paying your salary. If you are going to hide the truth because you are worried about your salary, inna lillahi wa inna lillahi then you have no iman. And you have no iman because then you are you are thinking that the person paying your salary is your razak. Where is your iman then? Right? And believe me, all of this is in the head. 
all of this is in the I have not seen alhamdulillah anybody losing his job because he spoke the truth nobody allah will protect you allah subhanahu wa taala said to nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam clearly ya ayuhan nabi balligh ma unzila ilaik fa in lam taf'al fa ma ballaghta risala wallahu ya'simuka minan nas allah said oh my nabi you convey what has been convey, what has been sent to you if you do not do that you would not have fulfilled the responsibility of risala and allah will protect you from the people it is the job of parents to set the standards in the home not to be afraid of children not to allow children to do whatever they want because you feel oh, what will happen what will happen it is your job that is why you are a parent to set the standard it's the job of the teachers to set the standard in the maktab in the madrasa in the school and so on and so forth not to do whatever the children want it's the job of the imams and the khatibs to set that standard in the masajid in, in their khutbas not worry about what people think let people think anything you speak the truth your dalil is the kitab of allah your dalil is the teaching of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam not anything else and as long as you keep to that allah subhanahu wa taala will protect you you don't have to worry about anything the problem happens when you leave that and you want to impose your will and your no don't do that do not do that I am not a dalil in din. You are not a dalil in din. Dalil in din is the kitab of Allah and the sunnah of His Habib Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa taala and Jalla Jalalhu to rekindle the standards of Islam in the most beautiful way possible, and to get people to change their likes and not to sing the tune of people because they like. To understand that we are people who have been sent by Allah subhanahu wa taala. to set a standard we are not entertainers we are not here for likes and dislikes and we are not here to you know for people to to clap for us we are here to set a standard and alhamdulillah we ask allah subhanahu wa taala for his help this will happen there is no doubt in my mind if you start if you set a standard that standard will be will be followed and allah subhanahu wa taala will reward us inshallah wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi min rahmatika